What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here from Fantasy Alarm. Wow, bring you all the podcasting deliciousness you could possibly want. Well, big, big weekend uh, this past weekend between McGregor breaking his leg, between Italy beat England and Euro Cup. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of that. Um, to Ronald Acuna tearing his ACL. To Eloy Jimenez coming out like a house of fire in his rehab games. How was your weekend? I was pretty good, and some of those things obviously stood out. I uh, was watching the McGregor fight. It looked nasty. Uh, I did tweet out a photo, but if you're squeamish, don't look at it. Uh, yeah, the Eloy Jimenez thing, man, um, I guess I got fortunate because I drafted him in the NFBC main event in round three, obviously cut him, and then a couple weeks ago, uh, my partner, Brian Ambos, was like, we should pick up Eli. And I was like, oh, okay, but, you know, we're, we're not doing very well. We're middle of the pack. And, you know, we have Mike Trout on the team. And I was like, all right, fine. And we got him, I don't know, 11 bucks maybe. And I never thought he'd be back this soon. I mean, he's in AAA rehab now. They took him from single A to AAA. So he could be back in one week, two weeks, but way soon. We Their initial – Prognosis was five to six months, probably out for the season. Now, what I did, uh, so in the NFBC, this is how it works, apparently, because uh, I was having a discussion with Larry Schechter on Twitter because he's like, oh, Eloy Jimenez is not available in my league. I'm like, oh, he should be. You can pick him up. He's like, no, because since he was not drafted, remember, he got hurt March 24th. A lot of drafts were after that. So the NFBC rule, he cannot be added until he's called up to the majors. So... I believe in my online championship, which I drafted March 31st, he was not drafted because I went to do a search. I'm like, damn, he's not on anyone's roster and he's not available. So I have to save my money. And once he comes up, I have to go all in on him. So that's just a unique format for the NFBC. Obviously, if you're listening and you're at any other league, because I know his Yahoo ownership is still low. I mean, if Eloy Jimenez is out there, go grab him now. I mean, you should have been doing this with all the news that's breaking. Uh, I even mentioned it during... Alarm after hours last week because the news broke like a couple hours before the show. And I said, hey, I know we're not allowed to talk baseball now, but Eli <laughs> Jimenez is about to go on a rehab assignment. Go get him if you haven't already. So, yeah, that is insane how quickly he's bounced back. So I'm hoping him and Trout come back and maybe I make a push up the standings. Like I said, I'll never give up. I mean, talking about that labor team, remember where I was like, oh, I'm in last? Yeah, I'm up to seventh place now. Not a big – I'm not – saying, oh, look, it's great. The point is just never give up. And I knew I had players that would turn around. I still don't think I can win the league, but I went from like, damn, am I going to finish last? And I said, no, nah, that's never going to happen. And now I'm seventh and I'm like, I don't know, 26 out of last. So yeah, I just need to make sure. I've always said I will never finish last in the league. I got to make sure I stick. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I'm so, I'm so bummed because I, uh, you know, I, I, Cut him in tout. He, he was supposed to be out for the well, year. Oh, you got the fab rebate, right? And I got the fab rebate. I can't blame you for that, though, man. Do you do you sit there and regret it? I think it was the right no, call. No, no, no. I, I, I don't regret it because, I mean, you know, yes. Well, it's it's unlimited DL. Right. It's unlimited DL. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and I was like, but see, here's the thing. is like I was I was making a move, right? I was sitting there and I'm, I'm you know, I'm in fifth. Fourth place right now. Fourth place. Okay. Weren't in, you second for a bit? I was third. I was third okay. for a while. Uh, Liss and uh, and and Colton and the Wolfman 
uh, first and second, they had like, you know, 90 some odd points. And I had, you know, I, I like all of a sudden I crossed the threshold to 80 um, and things were looking good for me. So I was like, all right, this is, I got to cut Eloy now. I got to start, you know, moving up in the pack a little bit. And so I cut him and I got the rebate and I've used my fab, you know, to like kind of maintain this, you know, obviously like your mean Mercedes getting, you know, knocked down. I had to replace him. But so I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh man, like I don't even remotely have enough uh, to get Eloy. And, you know, I mean, I don't even know if anybody picked him up ahead of time. I don't think they did uh, because you got to put him in your lineup for, uh, for that time. But man, I'll tell you, yeah, I mean, I did, the, I made the move because at the time that was what I needed to do. You know, it just, I, I just didn't get over the hump enough to like, you know, to have it, have it really count. So. Yeah. Um, Cause in, in, in mine, which is 15 team mixed league OBP, um, Springer was cut and I said, I'm picking him up. And that, I think we talked about how I reclaimed several people, including Ozuna. So at one point I was sitting over a thousand dollars in fab. So I spent over 600 on Springer. Uh, the runner up was like four something, but now someone cut Alex Bregman. So he's out there for this bad period. I don't have the most money left. He might be out a little bit longer too. So I'll put in a bid, but I'm not going to go crazy. But I looked at the teams that cut these guys. They're at the bottom of the standings. So I understand it's like, all right, you're trying to move higher. You don't want your fab taken away from next year. So for me, I was sitting in first place and I'm like, I got to be aggressive. You know, you can't just sit there. Oh, I'm in first. I'm good. No, I'm getting George Springer an OBP in that Toronto lineup. Right, so, right. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I'm I'm not sitting here quietly. And I just look again. This is a lesson for everyone. This is any type of league with fab. When you get to the middle of the season or any point, and the early it's different because everyone has money. So I went to the fab. Okay, who has money left? Looked at all the teams and said, all right, this is what I need to bid. Um, I could have went real aggressive and go, all right, the next team. I think the next team had like seven something. So I'm like, I'm not gonna go one dollar above him. I don't think that guy's gonna spend all his money. Uh, but I just looked and said, all right, yeah, around six something. All right, I'm not, I'm going to go about six something. I don't think all these teams are going to spend all their money, even though there are $0 bids. But yeah, always look at, especially this point of the year for baseball, where people have been spending money, go look at the fab and see how much people have left. And that should influence how much you bid, especially if you're in a situation like this where, uh, and again, it's going to, I was going to say, oh, it doesn't happen in the high stakes leagues. It will for Eloy Jimenez. So People who have spent money are going to be like, oh, man, I don't even have a shot at this guy. And, you know, I, I could be a difference maker. I mean, if he's healthy for the final two months, that's a big bet that you would never get off waivers. Not, not even remotely get off waivers. Like for you and Ambrose to have him, right, and Trout coming back, like that's like that's an influx of power that nobody gets. No, I'm sorry, man. We need it though. We're near the, it's it's crazy. This is how the, so that team was built on offense and our pitching's way better. It's cuz we we started Trout, Freeman, Eloy. Trout's missed time. Eloy's, right, right, right. Eloy's yeah, given us nothing. I mean, think about it. So, and we had Trevor Rosenthal around 8. So, two of our first 8 picks have given us zero and Trout has missed time. In an NFBC league, and there's the competition in that league is Steve Jupinka is an NFBC Hall of Famer. He's phenomenal. He's in that league. He's in first place. You can't make mistakes against these. Not mistakes, but you can't have those big losses. I mean, there's really good guys in there. 
uh, uh, Philip Dussault is in there, and he's first in the overall. So there's really good competition in that league, and you have a couple injuries like that. It's not an excuse. I mean, team's just not good enough right now. But when you get those couple injuries, it doesn't hurt. And, you know, got Trevor Rogers, Carlos Rodon, Freddie Peralta. It's like got all these pitchers late, hit on them. But the offense has just been a major problem. Wow. All right. So where, what place are you in? Uh, eighth, ninth, I think. Something like okay. that. And then, yeah, it's just – but, like, a, realistically – I said to Brian last night, realistically, what's the chances of us winning this league? He's like 10%. I was like, okay. Because I was like, you were talking like uh, like we had like a legit shot here. Um, it's it's going to be difficult. But you never give up, man. You know, uh, let's uh, – yeah, the power is really needed. Well, no, three, points see, in, three points I'm, in home runs. I'm ready to give up, dude. I'm like – I'm like in the foxhole taking grenades and touting labor now. It's killing me. Well – Tout you have a reason to keep pushing because you don't want to lose Fab for next year. Do they still? They do that in the AL. They, they do. They okay. do. Yeah. But how about this? Like I'm in, I'm in sixth place. I'm right in the middle in uh, in labor, right? NL labor. I just lost Acuna. Dude, that is brutal, man. Yeah. Uh, but I, was- I I get a forty one dollar Fab rebate. Yeah, I don't think it matters no it doesn't (laughs) especially in nl it's not like there's much out there uh that was brutal i saw that and i was like that that's heartbreaking man one of the best young players in the game and this is coming from a mets fan so obviously you know it hurts the braves but you never want to see any player especially akuna go down like that i don't i might have him in one draft champions i know i do not have him in redraft league i might have him in one draft champions i'm not sure but yeah, that's that's a brutal loss. I mean, he does it all, steals bases, and just awful for baseball. It's awful for baseball. Well, not only am I like you know sixth, right? But Zach Gallen hasn't done shit for me. You Darvish went on the IL right beforehand. It's like really, are you are you after you're, you're killing me, Smalls? You're killing me. Um, like three guys. Right before the All-Star break, one, two, three, four, five guys have all gone on the IL. Now, granted, it's a short week this week, and you know them being placed on the IL might not be that big of a deal. But you know, it's probably still two week, you know, week and a half of uh, of games that I'll end up losing from all these guys. Yeah, I think probably one of the biggest stories of the year is all these injuries, and you know everyone's had to deal with them and. It's frustrating. You know, you get down for a little bit. You just got to push and move on. You know, Um, I I will say, you know, I think one of the reasons why my Tout Wars team is doing so well is I've kind of avoided the big injuries. I had the scare with Fernando Tatis, and Mm -hmm. uh, obviously he's played, you know, pretty much most of the season, and that's been big. Um, I've met Trevor Rosenthal. That's not a big loss. Ozuna lost. You know, he wasn't, I mean, a little bit of a big loss, but yeah, I don't want to jinx it, so I'll just leave it at that. I just did have not that they're big losses, but I did have two players just land on the IL: Jan Gomes and Manny Margot. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you with your Jan Gomes and Manny Margot, me with my fucking you Darvish and and Ronald Acuna. Why don't you shut the fuck up, <laughs> Darvish? 
Darvish probably won't. I, well, I don't know if he will miss much time, but who knows? A lot of these pitchers going on the IL and players around the All Star break, man. Yeah, I think yeah, it could be yeah, yeah. Don't you know what? Don't you know? Try, don't try to make me feel better. Okay, I don't want to hear. I want to hear that nonsense. Bigger story here from the weekend. Uh, Eloy's, you know, rehab assignment. Ronald Acuna's hammy, uh, uh, ACL tear. Conor McGregor's ankle. I saw that. I saw that picture you posted, dude. That's fucking disgusting. Right? Yeah. Definitely not for those with. uh... Is that? Are you sure that's not photoshopped? Yeah. That's horrifying. Is that a bigger story or your softball team? What's the biggest story for the weekend? Oh, no question. My softball team. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? Did you guys win? Well, okay. It was first round of the playoffs. So You're already we, in the playoffs? You've been playing for like three weeks. Dude, I, I know. No, we started in April. I think it's still too short of a season. I think it's an 18-game regular season. When I played at Long Island, it was 24. Like, come on, man. Like, it's so stupid. So the teams that lost this week, their season's over. We still have the whole summer to go. Like, I don't understand. Why are we starting the season in April? You know the weather on the East Coast in April. It could be shit for a month. So I never understood this. The fall season starts like August 20th, some shit like that. I'm like, what are you doing? And obviously, I don't play in the fall due to football. So my season's coming to an end shortly. But yeah, first round of the playoffs. So we get to the field, and the other team's doing BP. They got a net for the pitcher, and every guy is smoking the ball. My team barely warms up. Uh, First game, they score 13 runs in the first, 12 in the second. Uh, We lose game one 38 to 18. 20, 20 run mercy rule. So, you know, everyone's just like, hey, man, it's not like we made errors or nothing. They were just smoking the ball all over. And it's a fenced field. There's a five homer limit. Anytime after you hit five home runs, it's an out. So, you know, now you got to change your swing. You don't want to hit home runs because it's an out. So we lose game one, 38-18. Game two, we won. And, you know, you're saying, I'm like, look, the pressure's on them now. They... Came out, scored 25 runs. They've slowed down. Let's let's go, you know? So game three, uh, it was tight throughout. And I think we put up like eight in the sixth inning or the fifth and had the lead. And then in the top of the seventh, they took the lead. A guy, a lefty, hit a home run. And bottom of the seventh, uh, we came up. And this guy hits a line drive to left field. The left fielder should have caught it. It went off his glove and rolled towards the fence. And that guy who hit it as fast. So he came around to score to make it uh, tie it up. And then we had a lefty coming up. And it's a sh- not it's the fence is high, but it's not that far. And I said, I'm like, he's going to hit a walk-off. And he did. So walk-off homer in the bottom of the seventh to send us to victory and advance to the next round. Uh, phenomenal. I've been a part of a lot of good games, but... The fact that we were down, we lost game one, 38 to 18. Most teams would, that's it, we're done. We're not good enough. They're better. Let's go home. But no one quit, man. And I'm so proud of that. And four and a half hours we played. I am sore as shit today, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And I am sore. Because, you know, I think part of it is I hadn't played in three weeks. We had the holiday weekend. Uh, vacation so we i didn't play for three weeks so my body oh, you, you didn't play while you were on vacation nah, nah so yeah my bot maybe it's was that and also playing four and a half hours and i don't eat before games all i had between game two and three was a banana that's it and coffee so i had nothing 
And it was, it wasn't hot, but it was humid as shit. The sun wasn't out, but it was very humid, sweating like crazy. And, um, yeah, but I, I was sitting there in game one. I'm like, well, I guess we're going home after game two. It's going to be a short day, but never gave up. No one did. And, uh, yeah, just, they, I, I don't know if they got overconfident. I don't know if they got tired. I don't know what it is, but scored 25 runs in the first two innings and then slowed down. So, but they all could hit. They were really good. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy to advance. But now we play a team next week that beat us twice. So, Got to work cut out for us. Well, you like the Cinderella story here, right? You got smoked your first game. You you fought back. You had a heartfelt, emotional series win there. Two three, you know, two games to one, and uh, and now you're you're coming in as the underdog here, ready to uh, to to drop anchor and uh, and and drop the opposition as well. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud. How did you do yesterday? What was your uh, What was your final line? Uh, six for nine. I was five for six in the first two games, but only one for three in the final game. So I was like, man, if we lose, I'm going to be upset with myself because I think it was the sixth inning. I came up with a man on second and two outs and uh, did not come through. I flew out to left field. Stupid low and in pitch. And that's like, I'm a lefty, bro. Like low and in, my eyes light up like, oh, I can just drive this pitch. And I've told you, I'm not a power hitter. That was the one ball I hit in the air all game. It was all line drives, a couple grounders. And then my eyes light up and I take that step in, come under, drop the shoulder, undercut, fucking flew out to left, man. And I knew it. I was like, what am I, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Like, I've avoided that. I knew that for years. I'm like, I got to stop doing this. I have, again, it's any, even you can relate it to fantasy too. Know your strengths and weaknesses, right? Some people are better off the waiver wire. Some people are better drafters. Some people, you know, f- know your strengths and weaknesses. And I know that low and in pitch, even though I'm a righty, usually that's for lefties, like my eyes light up, like, oh, I can drive this pitch. No, I am not a power hitter. Don't do it. And I've been so much better at that. I've avoided it. And that one at bat, I did it. And I'm like, man, come on, man. This is why I've gotten better. I've avoided that. And I did it in a key spot. So I was pretty upset. Like if I hit a ground ball, I'm not upset. There were two grounders that I was throwing out by half a step. I'm okay with that because if I'm hitting it on the ground, it's not an easy play for them to make. If they, once they see me after one at bat, they go, all right, the guy at the plate has speed. Now it's, they know, all right, I got to get this ball to first quick. They could bobble it. It could be a bad bounce. So many things could go wrong. You hit it in the air. They're not going to play me deep. So, and I'm not going to hit it 350 feet. So it's mostly going to be an out. So that's why I was upset with myself. I'm like all game. That's the one ball I hit in the air and in a key spot. So I'm just glad that we came back and won because I would have sat there and been like, I mean, that wouldn't have been the decisive, you know, other people had at bats too. Um, but I'm just glad it didn't come to that. We won. Well, I'm glad that you didn't cost your team the, uh, the game. Good job. Six for nine. Gotta love that. (laughs) Wait, I don't know if you have the home run derby on. Did Trey Mancini hit 24 home runs in his first? Holy shit. It's saying 24 on the screen. Really? Wow. Good for Trey Mancini. Well, that's a great story. That's going to fuck up a lot of bets. Yeah, because they have Matt Olsen, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I – well, Olsen is hitting home runs, but he's got a ways to go. That's a lot of home runs because 
Yeah, I looked at Olsen. He was it's weird. And this is a good another good thing to talk about. We've talked on the shows. You gotta shop around for numbers. Matt Olson was plus twenty-five five plus five twenty-five on DK to win, plus six fifty on FanDuel Sportsbook. Really? Yeah. I, I saw that about maybe seven o'clock. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, Alonzo moved ahead of um Olsen on FanDuel Sportsbook. And it was the opposite on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I saw wasn't Alonzo last I saw was plus five hundred on DK. Olson was plus five fifty. Oh, okay, must have moved again. What time did you check that? Like literally, like fifteen minutes before the. Okay, yeah, mine was about an hour, so might have moved. Yeah, wow, yeah, you're right. This is gonna mess up a lot of brackets. Obviously, we're taping Monday now. You guys know that, but yeah, Olson's at ten home runs, man, right now, and Mancini at twenty four. Damn, man. Boy, like no one picked Mancini to win this, and I don't see how you could. No, listen, if I was picking out of those brackets, you know, I thought it would be either Gallo or Olsen, and I favored Gallo. And then, you know, it was really tough with the other one, like Otani, Soto, and, and Alonzo. Because um, I know Alonzo had a, a really nice show. Was it last year or the year but, before? Yeah, well, they didn't have it last year, so two years ago. But the last home run derby they held, yeah. So he has that experience. He knows what it's like. He's been through it. Yeah, exactly. So, but, I mean, again, it, does this not feel like somebody threw somebody threw 10 – after Shohei Otani hit one in BP um, 510 feet, somebody laid a 10K bet on Otani to win. A lot of people were picking Otani, and he was the favorite, and he's the big story. So, yeah, yeah I mean, if – if yeah, he's definitely one that you would have to put. I think he, the last episode was plus 260 for him. Is he a man of destiny, Adam? Uh, Maybe. He's starting the game and leading off in the All-Star game. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So this guy has the potential of winning the home run derby – Hitting a leadoff home run and striking, striking out the, the first batter. <laughs> okay, I'm just going right. with the first yeah. batter. You want to say the side. I mean, that's even more ridiculous. Yeah, but... so people can have orgasms on Tuesday. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, that that's just, that's like the sickest fucking thing in the, in the whole wide world. Well, crazy. looks like Olsen's going to lose, man. Unbelievable. Wow. That is crazy. Because I would have. He was one of my picks to win it. Yep. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's right. it. It looks like he has uh, 16 home runs in Mancini. Oh, 17. Are they counting this last one? Or no, it's going foul. 17 home runs for Olsen, 24 for Mancini to open. That's crazy. That's crazy. My shoulders hurt just thinking about that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I'm sorry. I can't imagine these guys. Well, they're professionals. I'm not. No, definitely not. <laughs> so our, now that now that we're at the all-star break here and you only have the NBA finals, right? Like that's all you got. Um, are you uh, are you going to start your uh, your hardcore football prep? Well, I, I mean, I've kind of started already. I mean, I've been in draft mode. Uh, let's see. I've. Um, almost finishing my third best ball. One of them was super flex. I started another best ball yesterday. Uh, obviously Scott fishbowl, my mine is still going on. Uh, the FSGA I did last week. So yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much, you know, I rewrote one article for the draft kit, which is the high stakes leagues telling you about the different high stakes leagues out there. So 
if you've never been in a high stakes league and thought about it. Now, again, they have all different price range. You know, you don't have to jump in and spend eighteen hundred. They have three fifty, even lower ones where maybe you spend twenty five fifty and you could earn your way in. So if you ever thought about it, check it out. I kind of put it everything out there in the fantasy alarm draft kit and working on a couple more articles, including training camp battles, which I was working on a little bit today. So yeah, I'm pretty much Ooh, I, pretty that's much always, that's a great article. That's that's a nice one too because you know, not only are you getting the article, but then you're going to end up with all the updates from Adam as these training camp battles are won and lost. Oh, my that. bad. I didn't realize there's a bonus. I forgot about these new rules. Olsen might win. Oh, it's going to come down to the line. Is that out? No. Oh, he's at 22 with seven seconds left. There's 23. Come on, one more. We might have a tie. Oh, I think we have a tie. No. Oh, man, 24-23, man, CD wins. Oh, my God. That is crazy. I forgot, because of all these new rules, I guess you get the bonus time. to. What does it depend on, how far you hit them? I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, I forgot. He had bonus time. I looked up. I'm like, why is Olsen still there? And it's a bonus. Wow, 24-23, man, CD holds on and wins. Still doesn't help me. Now, I actually, like, I would have been fine if he had out-hit him by 10. Now it's, like, by one. Now it hurts more. Oh, yeah. I, I do think this home run derby format is exciting. I think this is better than the All-Star game. Don't you agree? Um, I mean, I enjoy it. It's not, you know, I mean, again, it's it's not much for me. I you see, yeah, all, All-Star games have turned to shit over there. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, and it's so it's, like, the whole... You know, any any all-star game. It's like you can't watch a hockey all-star game because nobody nobody touches anybody, right? The NBA bat, uh, all-star game is just dunk after dunk after dunk, right? And then um, what, MLB all-star game, uh, you know, it's a new pitcher every every inning almost. It's Yeah, it's, starters yeah. come out early. Starters come out early. And this it's, year, yeah, so many guys are opting out. It's no fun. And then I never, I never even minded the, uh, I never watched the Pro Bowl anyway. Oh, couldn't, no couldn't give a shit about that. Right? Could not give a shit. Um, oh, shit. Speaking of shit. Oh, shit. How about this? You ready for this one, Adam? Ready. You, my friend, are officially on the clock in the Scott Fishbowl. Yeah, I just made one pick. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I love that pick. Now I got to make the other pick. Wait, 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 all right, let's let's talk it through here a little bit. You got right. some time, right? You got right, a couple right. minutes here. Let's talk through it. Let's let the listeners let's give the listeners this is see, this is what it's all about. This is getting that inside the analyst kind of an idea from Adam Ronis, who has now made a pick. So here we go. I'm gonna set this, I'm gonna set the stage for everybody here. Adam Ronis, first pick in the Wu Tang division. Leads off with Patrick Mahomes. He's only got two QBs right now, Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence. So he hasn't gone for that third quarterback that everybody else does in the super flex. We'll ask him why. It's, you know what? Let's just do it as we go. Adam, why have you opted not to go with a third quarterback in the super flex? Uh, just the way the board fell. Uh, you know, I'm picking one, so you got to make that decision. And I think so. I was seeing the way the board was going, and there was only 27 quarterbacks through round 10. I was like, okay, these guys are kind of waiting here. I really thought Taysom Hill around 11, 12. 
on that turn. And I probably should have pulled the trigger because there's a chance he starts. But I went with Tony Pollard. I had Zeke. So I don't always handcuff, but I think in this format, my if Zeke goes down, kind of want to have Pollard. And I went AJ Dillon. And my thinking was, all right, I'm gonna we're gonna see a big run of running backs here where the backups go. And I was kind of right because that round, round 12, we saw after I took Dylan and Pollard, we saw Madison, Drake, Hines, David Johnson, Jamal Williams, and Latavius Murray. And then it kind of stopped. Then it became a tight end run. Uh, so I was going to take Terod Taylor this round, and he went uh, three picks before me. No, two picks, actually. Two picks before me. It went Taylor, Greg Zerline, then me. So I was going to take Taylor. Um now, at this point, I mean, it, I don't even know if there's anyone worth taking. I, I wanted Bridgewater, too. He never made it back. So it just came a, a place where I was on the board. And at that, some of those quarterbacks, too, they might not even play. And probably if Mahomes or Trevor Lawrence go down, I'm probably screwed anyway. Or there'll be a quarterback that comes off the waiver wire. Because I did have a couple, I think I had Burrow last year. I don't even remember who I picked up. I think maybe I had Trubisky as my third. I think I had three quarterbacks last year. But right now, then I guess hmm, Jordan Love I could take or Dalton. I don't know. Do I want to do that? I don't um, know. You know, I mean, again, it's a matter of I don't know what the what, bye week for the Chiefs and the bye week for the Jags is what. Because, I mean, obviously it's a super flex, so you don't need to use that second quarterback. Right. You don't have right? to on the bye week. You obviously so you don't have to like on the to. bye week. Right. So the question is, is is the bye week early enough that you need to grab that third one at this point and hope for the best? Or, or is it a matter of just, you know, just got to sit and wait? Seven for Lawrence, 12 for Mahomes. And I didn't even look at this until I looked at the roster grid now. My two tight ends have the same bye week. Oh, shit. I I actually, you know what? It's so funny. I actually <laughs> did that in a best ball draft that I was in over the weekend. Oh, see uh, that? The See that? For, when I usually do drafts, I told you it's pen and pad, right? So yeah. FSGA, I have uh, my draft rankings, cross names off. And then on a sheet, I put the starters and the bench. And I put the buy in parentheses. Because this is a slow draft with the fishbowl, I haven't even been looking at the buys. So it's not that it's a big deal anyway. I mean, it's week nine. Things are going to happen. I, tight end could break out before then. So I'm really not worried about it. Um, but uh, I don't know. Is there any? Is, let me see now. Is there any tight ends? I want it. <laughs> so, <laughs> In I a wanted, tight end uh, premium, there's a, there's a lot of yellow on that draft board. My 29 friend. tight ends are gone. Yeah. Gerald Everett must have went, right? Yeah, he did. Tight end 23. Even Hayden Hurst, I was thinking about. Uh, what about uh, Grayson from the uh, from the Colts? Yeah. Hmm. Dalton Schultz, uh, O.J. Howard, Moelle Cox, Jack Doyle. That's what's there. Uh, I don't think any of these guys are worth taking here. Um. Well, you know, so the uh, the the. You you probably can wait even yeah. even more on this, mm -hmm. but uh, I think there's the better players on the director board. of player personnel for the Colts. Um, already said that uh, Grayson was going to be the one who was going to fill out the uh, what you call it the um, the the Trey Burton role. 
So you're going to have Doyle, who's going to be tethered to the, uh, you know, who's him and him and Mo Ali are going to be doing a lot of the blocking, but Grayson could be in a uh, a number of pass catching uh, situations. So just just something to to think about for the late rounds there, Adam. I'm not talking about this pick here. Um, who are the quarterbacks who are left? There is nobody, right? Jordan Love and Andy Dalton. Yeah, ugh, 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 ugh. Right, and you know, with Andy Dalton, he's probably only going to, we think he's only going to start a few weeks, right? Mm-hmm. you got to think they turn it over to Fields, so. I give him three weeks. I give him three yeah, weeks so like, before they put Fields in. And I'm not going to start him in those three weeks with Mahomes and Lawrence, so is it really worth the pick? I mean, at this point, I probably No, not. no, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Listen, you end up super flexing somebody else. You know, that's just it. So you're, you're all right, so quarterbacks are <coughs> Mahomes and Lawrence. Your uh, your tight ends, so everybody knows, are Hawkinson and Gronk. Um, your running backs, Zeke Elliott, Javante Williams, Raheem Mostert, A.J. Dillon, Tony Pollard. Wide receivers, Allen Robinson, T. Higgins, D.J. Chark, do-do-do-do-do, Robbie Anderson, Nicole Hardman. Oh, geez, I love this. I don't like the Rondell Moore pick, but I, I understand it. I understand it. Um and then you just took Terrace Marshall Jr., who I love. I do. I, I think he is, you know, obviously it's it's going to be tough to to get consistent targets, you know, a strong target share. But he's going to probably run out of the slot and fill that Curtis Samuel role um, over in Carolina. And I like that in Joe Brady's offense. Yeah, and that's why I took him there. And... All right, so uh, where, what, what are you thinking right now? Tell us what you're thinking. I'm either looking at a receiver or running back. Uh, I know he's a veteran, and maybe there's not a lot of ceiling there, but he's going to an offense that passes a lot, and that's Emmanuel Sanders. And the other guy I'm looking at is that running back, Darrington Evans. Okay, so Evans gets the play if uh, if and when Derrick Henry finally craps out. Right, or there's already – I mean, look, you're looking at all running backs here that don't have a full-time role at this point, right? Yeah. Um, you're looking at backups, although look, there's some decent ones left. Hmm. I mean, Sanders is in the Buffalo offense. I mean, he's As still, the number two. Yeah, I know. As said, the number two. I still think Gabriel Davis is very good. And I and Davis is gone. I would draft Gabriel Davis over Sanders, but yeah, they've talked up Sanders a lot. Maybe I should just go with Sanders, right? Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat here, ready to make the pick. Come on, talk us through it, dude. Keep talking. Yeah, what's I th- happening? I think I've narrowed it down to Sanders and um, Darrington Evans. But if something happens to Henry. In that offense. I mean, I don't know if Evans will be the full-time running back, but they were talking him up in OTAs. He had injuries last year. I know they have Brian Hill there, too, but I think Darrington Evans would play a big role. Um, Vrabel was even quoted saying, we're excited about him. And I know coaches talk about every player like that. But I just think we didn't see – obviously, Derrick Henry gets such a big workload, but they were even splitting Evans out wide. In OTAs, uh, using them in wide receiver drills. So uh, I'm going to go with Evans. Going with Darrington Evans. There it is. There, there it is. A live pick. A live pick here. 
Fantastic stuff. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to uh, pay a couple of bills here real quick. Say hello to our, our beautiful sponsors. And then uh, and then Adam's going to uh, talk a little NBA finals and see where he's leaning right now. It's 2-1 Suns. What's to come for game four? So we'll be right back after this. All right, Adam, you've uh, you've made your picks in the Scott Fishbowl. You've given some sound fantasy baseball waiver wire advice. Uh, you've gotten all braggadocious about your softball team. Um, are, are you ready to talk some NBA? Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. I don't know shit about the NBA, dude. Yeah, well... <laughs> Milwaukee bounce. Milwaukee bounce back. Must win game three, and they handled their business. Uh, they were dominant in the um, third quarter and took control of the game. Uh, Giannis and Tenacupo was phenomenal once again. Second straight game over forty points, and even shot well from the free throw line. Uh, and Phoenix just, you know, kind of regression um, for the uh, from three point range. They really struggled, and Devin Booker had a poor game. Uh, he was averaging 27.2 points per game during the postseason, and he he had 10 points, shooting three of 14, including one of seven from three-point range. So Phoenix usually bounces back after losses, um, so I would expect them to bounce back. The line is four. I probably at this point lean towards them covering. I don't know if they win. I mean, look, if they win this, then Milwaukee's done. Uh, if Milwaukee wins this, then I think we see it go seven. Uh, so this is a, a decisive game here. And I lean towards the over. I think it's 220 and a half. Mm-hmm. Man, the under betters got a huge break last night because that game was headed to go over. And I think it went under by maybe half a point. And uh, the Bucks got a rebound dribbled out the clock. Uh, yeah, under betters got very, very lucky last night. And that happens, you know, when the number is – really tight and that good you you see those games decided like that so uh remember the, the game four is not to wednesday so i got an extra day to think about this we're talking monday so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i'll have the uh, player props up uh yeah it was one and one on player props on um for game three two and oh in game two so hopefully we'll bounce back uh and go undefeated again uh went back to mikhail bridges because his number's been low and uh he had a bad game. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, we had the over 15 and a half points. I think he cashed it in the second quarter. So uh, we'll look uh, to go undefeated for game four. I keep forgetting that it's two days in between. So ridiculous there. Um, but I think, so, all right, so you're saying Milwaukee wins, but Phoenix covers this. I see it four and a half over on DK right now. Okay, yeah. So Suns plus four and a half, you're saying – yeah, you know, take the take the points there at least. It's what I'm leaning right now, but right. kind of yeah, yeah. obviously only a lean. We'll yeah. readdress this tomorrow. I promise. I promise. Um, I think probably the most important thing that I want to know about this is now that it's you know the series is two to one. Um, does the Suns and four guy is he like done now? Is is the fad officially over? Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that fucking team gave him tickets. Yeah, I heard about that. Such bullshit. Such garbage. We like promoting fighting in the stands, making it all super fun for our people. All right. Well, so there you go. There's the lean. Live pick. Oh, 
dude. It's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I know you have a a Monday night show to get ready for, so uh, I'm gonna go start watching some of this derby, and uh, and I will catch up with you for another episode of Annie Up tomorrow. Any final thoughts here, Adam? No, enjoy this little break. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's not a break for us. We still continue to do everything. So yeah, no, this isn't a break for us. Yeah, if you're if you're only a fantasy baseball guy, enjoy the break. Right, because uh, football's uh, it's pretty much full grind right now. Yes, nothing you can leave pretty much out of that. <laughs> Even though there's no real news right now, it's obviously going to start to trickle in in a couple of weeks once training camp opens. But as far as prep for it and writing articles and drafting, yeah, you're it, it's grind time. Like this is the time when you sow the seeds for your championship. You know. You, I've always said it, especially with players becoming more competitive. Like you, you can't just show up like a week before your draft. You're gonna get eaten alive. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Which is why we grind the way we grind. I was saying it earlier on the Fantasy Alarm Show. I put out the the ultimate cheat sheet on Friday, right? And I mean, that's like you know that that's a project. That's a that's a project. Um, so I get that done, and then I spend my entire weekend here you know, finishing up all the research for the coaching systems articles, which are going to start coming out this week and next week. And so I'm like, I I spent my whole, you know, weekend with my head in the fucking on the screen. So grind time for everybody here. Uh, We do it so that you guys can win titles. That's what we're all about. Question about it, man. That's what we do. Win. That's all we do. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Like and subscribe and all that fun stuff here. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.